Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 23 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. Hebrews chapter 11, we will read from verse 23 onwards. Hebrews 11 from verse 23 onwards. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. Verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 25, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Verse 26, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Praise be to God. We're going to go back to verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of king's command. Now, what is faith? We've seen this many times. What is faith? What is faith? Faith is the substance of, let's just go to verse 1. Let's just see what the Bible says about faith. What is faith? Let's go to verse 1, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. What is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That means you're hoping for something, but you don't have it in front of you. What you're hoping for, you don't have it in front of you. That's what faith is. Faith is something that you know of. That means I know that this is true. I know that this is real, but I don't have it in front of me. That means God has said something about something and you have this assurance that this is mine, but you don't have it yet in front of you. When you have faith, God says, God will make the impossible possible. When you have faith in the word of God, that which is impossible will become possible. So now faith is a substance of things hoped for. Whatever you're hoping for, whatever you're looking to God for, with what God has spoken, God says, the evidence is not in front of you now. That means you don't have it in front of you now. But you know that this will come. You know, this is like you go and you you get a ticket, right? Say you you, you want to go to um, the sight and sound in Atlancaster. You know, we took our church uh, a couple of years ago. We got the tickets and they gave us the tickets. And we have this little paper thing, you know, for 30 people or 25 people, whatever it is. They said that this is free. They actually gave it to us for free. And we got that, you know, those tickets, those are expensive tickets, but we got it for free. Now, I can take the ticket and I can say, well, how can this be free? How can I get this? I don't think 
this can happen. What if I take my whole church and I go over there at the entrance and they say, well, you have to pay. What am I going to do? And if I have the tickets that says that, admission one, admission one, admission one, and they give you 25 tickets if we were to ask for 25. Once you see the paper, what do you understand from the knowledge you have? See, faith is not something that you trust blindly. Faith is based on facts. So the facts that you know lead you to what you need to achieve. So you look at the ticket and based on the policies you know, if the ticket or the voucher has been issued and they say that it is free and they have actually given that to you, even though you have not paid for it, you know that this is granted, this is guaranteed. When you go there and give the ticket, you can go in and watch the show. Faith in what God has said in the promises of God means what God has said, it's like those tickets. When you get to that place, you are going to experience what you wanted to experience or what you actually were promised for. So it could be anything. It could be anything that we're seeking from God. And God can give us a word. And when we hold on to the word and say, God, you've given me this word. I know that your word will not fail because the fact is, just like the voucher says, Admission one, that means you are given this admission. When you go there, you will be admitted. But the moment you get the ticket, does it mean that you're somehow transported and you are just inside there? No. You know that you will be admitted, but what are you supposed to do? When you get the ticket, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to stay home and say, well, if this ticket is true, then let Lancaster come to me. Let Sight and Sound come to me. Will you say that? No. What are you going to do? You're going to take your car or take, you know, whatever transportation is and get to the place. Give the ticket. Somebody is there. They get the ticket and then they let you in. God's word is like that. Faith. How do you actually make it there? By faith. Faith in what? The fact that you know that this ticket is valid. That you know that when this ticket was given, there was a promise that was made. By who? Whoever was in charge of that department saying that you're getting this admission for free. You can go there. God is speaking to our hearts this hour. Whatever promise that God has promised us, whatever God has told us, it cannot lie because God is not a man that he should lie. Whatever God has spoken will come to pass in our lives. So it is important for us to believe faith is a substance of things hoped for. That means I am hoping for something. I am hoping for something. That means that something is a fact that I know, but I don't have it in front of me. But I know that I still have it. Isn't that beautiful? You don't have it physically, but you still have it. God is speaking to our hearts today. Even though you don't physically have it, when you have that voucher, is it good enough? Is it good enough? If you have that voucher for that show, is it good enough? It is good enough. When I believe it and I have that faith that this will work and I want this, what do I do now? I make my way to Lancaster. I make my way to that place because I have faith in that ticket and the giver of the ticket. God is speaking to our hearts today. The promises that God has given to us and the promise giver cannot fail. Cannot fail. Cannot fail. Whatever God has given into our hands, understand this. His word is true. It is bound to take place in our lives. It will happen. It will happen. It will happen. So now, this is what faith is. 
What is faith? Faith is hoping for something that is there already, but it is still not there. But you know that you will get it because you know that it is there. It is based on facts, not on something blindly that we believe that we cannot see. No, we know for sure it is there. God's word is true. It is the truth. It has been proven over and over and over and over again in the lives of many, many, many people. And when you read Hebrews 11, you see in the lives of how many people God's word came true. And all these people in Hebrews 11 accomplished big things for God. Big things for God. So ordinary people became extraordinary people accomplishing extraordinary things because they had faith in the word of God. See, God has a plan for all our lives. And the plan of God is not for us to just sit in some corner and do some little thing and and then just go, die. No, it is for us to make lasting imprint on this earth in the lives of not one, two, three, four, five, or 50, 75, millions and billions of people. Because God is big. We have a big God. God so loved every single one here. That he laid down his life. When we have that concept, why he came? Because he loved us. Why he's giving us this promise? Because he loves us. Why he is doing this for us? Because he loves us. Why? Why he's protecting us? It's because he loves us. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. But God comes and he says, even when you don't know, even when you never knew, even when you had no idea of, I've been there covering you. Protecting you. So when you look at the life of Moses, now when you look at what faith is, the definition of faith, faith is something that you know that is there, but you don't have it in front of you at the moment. But you hope for because you know that it is there. Jesus. Blood of Jesus. You know that it is there, but it is not there at the moment in front of you. So, God says here, when you look at Moses, let's just go to verse 23. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents. Well, so when Moses was born, he was a baby. God put certain things inside of Moses. When Pharaoh said, every firstborn shall be, every, every male child shall be killed, not firstborn, worse than that, every male child shall be killed. Because the promise of God that Messiah will come through the seed of Abraham was there. Satan was looking, he said, let me kill, let me kill, who kills? God doesn't kill, Satan kills. Satan came and said, okay, if the Messiah is going to come through Abraham's line. Let me see if I can destroy this line. So he came and he said, let me kill all the male children. Because obviously Messiah is supposed to be a he. So he went after the male children. So he said, let me raise this ruler. And let me say, let me kill all the male children. But when God has a purpose for someone, no one can stop that. No one. So what God is doing is God is putting certain features and certain qualities in the baby. When the mother sees the baby, she says, I can't, I can't, I can't. This woman was a woman of faith. You know how many times people will say that and then they'll say, I don't want to, but you know what? I can get killed and they will abandon the child. But Moses' mom was a woman of faith. She said, 
not only I can't throw this child or kill this child or give this child to the people who kill this child, but I will keep this child. I will save this child. So there was this faith that was there. And this faith was, God gave this and God will keep it. But now everything is not written in a detailed manner. If, if the whole story of Moses was written, then the whole Bible itself will only have Moses' story and that won't be enough. But God puts what we need to have in his word. And God says here, Moses' mom and Moses' dad, by faith, they took this child and they hid. So in order to hide, how many of you know, when a baby is born, the baby is very different from a doll that you see in the store. You know, we have a lot of these dolls in the store where you can bring the doll and put put a bottle and then you can change the diaper and put a little, you know, cradle and put the doll where the doll doesn't make any noise. But when a baby is born, we all know no one can hide the fact that you have a baby. It will scream every time he or she needs milk. The baby cries. That's how you know the baby is alive. The baby should cry when the child is hungry. It's normal and it's healthy. But how can you hide a child, a newborn? How many of you know when a newborn cries? They cry as if they are dying. That's how they cry. They cry, oh, and the hands, everything shake, and the face turns red, and they scream their lungs out. How can you hide a baby like that? How can you do that? She had faith. The edict was... If your child is not killed, the parents can be killed. She had faith. Faith in the God of the forefathers. That this child, God is able to protect. God is able to protect. God is able to protect. See, she could have seen this as a totally different situation. She could have seen this situation. Think about this. I really want you to think about this if the Holy Spirit wants us to. She could have seen that situation and she could have gotten angry. She could have seen the face of the child and she could have gotten angry. She could have said, oh God, why did you do this now? You've given this child only for this child to die. Now I have to separate from this child. And she could have completely gone into this grief and depression and anger and bitterness. And she could have let the child die. She was not like that. You know why? She had faith. What is faith? Faith is a knowledge of knowing who God is. If I know that God is good and he cannot do anything bad. If I know that God is love and he cannot do anything bad for the people that he created in his image. That he so loved that he gave his life. If he gave his life for somebody, will he go and do any damage to them? No, he will not. She had that knowledge. So when this situation, there was an opposite situation where the child is born. The child looks beautiful. And now there's a death sentence that is hanging over this child. And over the parents that they don't give this child over to these murderers. Instead of becoming bitter. Instead of saying that, God, if you were God, why should this happen? Oh, if you're really merciful then, why should you? Because we are your people. We are the descendants of Abraham. And why should we be like this? Why should the Egyptians have their children? And why should... My child have to die now. She could have thought that way, but she didn't. But instead of that, she said, I know you. You gave this child. You are able to keep this child. That's what faith is. When I know who God is, no matter what happens against me, no matter how Satan moves people against me, to make me get into despair and leave the very one who loves me, My faith will turn towards the fact that I know his nature. 
If I know this is wood, I will not treat this like paper. If you know this is wood, and if you try to say, well, this is paper, and you try to bang your head hard on this, you'll get hurt. If you know that God is love. God is love. God is light. And in there is no darkness at all. In him there is no darkness at all. God is love. And God is not hate. Satan is hate. God is love. God's word says, he gives life and life more abundantly. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. When we see all these things, we know who is moved by whom. Pharaoh is moved by Satan, not moved by God. But when I put my faith in God, in the midst of what the enemy is doing, I can actually not only overcome, but I can thrive. I can thrive in the midst of that adverse situation. So you look at Moses' mom. Moses' mom didn't give in to despair. She didn't give in to fear. See, you could have been afraid. She could have been afraid. She could have just said that, I don't know what to do. Now I have this child. I thought this child was going to be a girl. It's become a boy. Now I have to kill. Oh, I have to kill my own child. I have to give my child over to death. And they have to throw in the Nile River. She could have just started grieving and all those things, but she did not do that. She said, this child shall live. Do you know that if you trust in God and if you have faith in God, you can actually have power and control over that which is against you? Do you know that? Yes, you can. You don't have to be afraid of anything. You don't have to give in to anything. You don't have to bow down to anything when you have God. You actually have the power over your adverse situation. You actually have the power over everything that is opposing you. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Moses' mom. She see, she was a woman. A very strong woman. I like strong women. With strong character. Who can do big things. Accomplish big things in this world. Moses' mom's name is written in the Bible. Jacobet. What was she doing? In the midst of the opposite situation. In the midst of death. What was she doing? She was speaking life. In the midst of your opposite situation, be someone who will speak life. Don't speak death over yourself. Don't speak death over your loved ones. Don't speak death over your future. Don't speak negative things over your life, but say that. If negative things are brought before me, I'm going to speak life over it. Moses' mom spoke life over her child. She said, this child shall live. This child shall live. Now why Moses was given to Moses' parents? Because God saw they were people of faith. We need to be people of faith. If we want to do big things for God, if we want to accomplish big things in this world, if we really want to make a difference in this world, which we should, that's the real reason why we are here, then we need to be people of faith based on facts that God has placed before us. We begin to move. Now we don't blindly do things or give in to fear or do things out of impulsivity because you're afraid, because you're sad, or because you're happy, because of whatever it is, you react out of whatever you see. That's walking by sight, moving by feelings, and moving by your circumstance. That means, this is weaker than me. So I can actually lift it up with my foot. I can. 
I can actually push it over this platform. This is stronger than me. I can't push it from this platform. Someone who's stronger than me can push this. God is speaking to our hearts of the hour. If we are strong on the inside, we will not be moved by our circumstances. We will be people who will change our circumstances. God is speaking to our hearts today. That you will not be influenced by your circumstances. Rather, you influence your circumstances. That means you have the power to change whatever is around you. Not that. Whatever is around you is going to determine how you are going to be. Whether you're going to cry or whether you're going to laugh or whether you're going to be happy or going to be sad or you're angry or bitter. That means you're like this. Satan can come and just knock you down anytime he wants. He'll push your buttons whichever way he wants. And he will make you to move according to whatever he wants you to. But if you have the spirit of God inside of you, you'll be like this. No matter how your environment and your surrounding tries to push you, you'll be like this. Jesus said this. The wise man who built his house upon the rock. What happened to that house? Rain came. Winds came. Storm came. Everything came. And it just beat upon that house. But that house on the rock. No matter what hit it, it stood firm. That means the faith was not shaken. The foundation was strong. You know why? Because the knowledge is, I know, that God is working everything out and I cross over the mountain. I cross over the valley. I cross over the river. You actually take control of your circumstances, not your circumstances over you. You are not moved by any human being's words. You're not moved by whatever is happening. You know, how many people just lose it when their car breaks down? Or how many people just lose it when someone treats them bad? How many people lose it? Because the inner strength is not there. God is speaking to our hearts today. Moses' mom was a very strong woman. Very strong woman. No matter what happened in her life, she was not moved by her circumstances. But she was someone who moved her circumstance. Even though the law was in place, she defied that law because her faith in God was, my child will live. He will live. How many of you can say that? In my circumstance, I will live. My generation will live. My spouse will live. My family will live. How many of you speak blessings over your family? How many of you speak, speak blessings over yourself? It is important. What you speak, what you believe, and what you stand for is very important. If what I stand on is shaky, then I will actually fall with it. But if I stand on that which is not shaky and solid, then I will stand. So what is important at this hour is the truth. If I stand on the truth, then my faith is never going to be shaken because no matter what happens, truth is the solid ground. But if I stand on top of lies, then what's going to happen? When the winds come, when the storm comes, I will be shaken because the ground is a sinking sand. God is speaking to our hearts today. Moses' mom's faith was not on sinking sand. See, a lot of people can say, as long as you have faith, as long as you have faith. Have faith in what is the question. If you have faith in this, it's not going to work. But if you have faith in something that's immovable, then no matter what happens, you shall not be moved. 
you will have the power not only to not be moved, but actually move that which is trying to push you. This is the power of God. Whatever is against you, the Spirit of the Lord says, He will turn it towards your favor. Even today during worship, the Spirit of the Lord is bringing me clearly something that God brought to me couple of weeks ago here as a prophecy. Again, the Lord brought to me. There's someone here. By the end of the year, you're going to give a testimony. Unexpected way. God moved things and God raised you up at your workplace. There's a promotion. I kept hearing very clearly. There's a promotion, very definite promotion that is coming from the hand of the living God. We should not look at our circumstances. We should not look at what is against us. And give into that. But we should look at what is against us. And we should be people of faith. Faith in the truth. Well, I know that his power will cause me to overcome that. That means because I know I am strong. If I know I am strong and I am strong. Then I can push this down. But if I am weak and I think I am strong. Right? When you try to push it down, you will not be able to. There are people who cannot lift their leg, but they can think. So we cannot psych ourselves into thinking something about something when we don't have it. The point is, we need to have the strength. When we have the strength and the knowledge that we have the strength, then we can do big things. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The faith of Moses' mom. In the midst of that which is against you, in the midst of that which is against you, in the midst of that which is against you, God is asking you this question. Can you stand against it? Can you defy it? Can you go over it? Can you trample it and say, because of Christ who strengthens me, I will be able to bring down this giant. And this is where David, even though he was a little fellow, The giant was so big in his appearance, he was able to go and bring down the giant with that one smooth stone. Because he knew his inner strength, because he had inner strength. If he didn't have inner strength, he could have just gone and he could have said, Hey, Goliath, and he could have talked all his big talk and Goliath would have just knocked him off. But he had the Spirit of God inside of him. So it is important for us to have what it takes to overcome, number one. And number two is, it's important for us to know what we have when we have in order to overcome. So these are the two areas that Satan will come and attack. He'll come and attack people. Keep them from receiving that strength. Keep them out of the presence of God. So that they don't have inner strength. That they strive and strive and strive and strive and strive to get something. When the strength of God can cause you to multiply supernaturally. Secondly, there are people who get the inner strength of God, but then Satan will come and say, hey, look at your situation, look at your circumstance, you're so weak and this is not going to work out. What do they do? Instead of recognizing the inner strength that God has given to them that they have received from God, they look at the opposite situation and they give in to fear and thereby, even though they have that inner strength, they fail. So God is speaking to us today. Two things here, very important. From Moses' mom. From her life. She recognized that. This God has given me the power. To speak life over this child. And to keep the life of this child. That this child will live. This child will live. Did that child live? He not only lived. But he made history. He made history. He made history. If you go to Africa. You'll have people. 
called Moses. You go to India, you have people called Moses. You go to Israel, you have people called Moses. From Jewish people to non-Jewish people to Gentiles, you have people with the name called Moses. You know where it all started? First in the heart of God. Secondly, in the heart of Moses' mom and Moses' dad. Where they said, Pharaoh, you say that this child shall die. But we say, because of the God we have, this child shall live. Shall we all stand up together? Thank you, Jesus.